yeah we're live from the crib wow yeah we're doing this eh doing the thing bro so can i say that we've been buds for a long time we've been working together for probably what eight nine years now i've been coming here for around that same amount of time to this exact same apartment building yeah yeah and boy has it had a glow up since i first started coming here how dare you, baby? How Buddy, dare you? How dare you start this? It is fight? so nice in here now. How dare you start this way, though? Buddy, but, but, buddy when we when we were first living here, it was a it was bro den. It, it was, was very bro den. It was very big bro den. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it was it a was lot like of a circle of like, yeah. un, like matching couches. Dude, right here. It was it was uh it was a circle of just the couches the bros inherited. <laughs> it was just couches that dudes had that they got for free uh, and same with all furniture all free. it was like this was my grandpa's chesterfield you're like nice you've been instructed to move a little closer to me Come okay closer. hey what's up hey what's up is we're back better? in the frame is, we that, is that good uh, yeah. yeah that's there good there we go get closer all right so this is leaf's talk uh live and we're we're at my apartment we're at the crib uh leaf's win nice game uh started kind of amazing and then a horrific second period that gets like bookended by two really good plays for them. So it's hard to say, it was like, it was literally a turd sandwich with nice leaf spread on the outside. <laughs> I would say there was a lot of events. There was, it was uh, both ways. It was a classic one that a coach doesn't love. Dude. You know, it's like one of those ones that are like, Oh, you know, coaches aren't going to like the film of this one. And they're going down. And I just, you think so? Yeah. I mean, it, there was in that second period, if it wasn't for Jordy Ben, who Jordy. now, is what is he the best player on the lease right now? Is either is either number one guy? On he was a he was a goal away. He really was. He was a goal away from being the guy. He would have been. He would have stolen Matt Murray's night. He would have stolen Tavares's <laughs> night. Michael Bunting, all those guys, all those three guys, they would have been lining up for three stars. And Jordy Ben would have come through with a just massive <laughs> stiff arm had he gotten one and been like, "It's about me now. This is my town." He made a couple of good saves, like to keep the puck out of the net. Like yeah, he, he you know, right on the goal, he cleared a couple off. He saw the Matt Murray film. He yeah, was he like, did. "You got to get behind this guy." <laughs> The scouting report. <laughs> get close you, to him. You got to get behind him. No, Jordy Ben. Here's the deal, man. He's he's gonna be a fan favorite. I've said this all along. I said this from the preseason. Dubis and Co. love a butcher mm-hmm. on the back end. Yes, they love having the six slash seven D butcher defenseman back there, and they basically say we do have one guy that during a playoff series, during a tough game, you got to look over your shoulder. Yeah. He might actually look at you mean. Yes. He might actually think about hitting you. And, okay, he's obviously, his career has had a few moments. He's put together a decent career of mostly this, right? Mm-hmm. I think that there's going to be nights pretty clearly, you and I were talking about during the game, where the people are going to turn on Jordy. Oh, wow. <laughs> the, the, slow, the turn won't be as slow as him turning around literally. Yeah, exactly. His, his, his feet are not the quickest, but he's, you know, you're like you're, you nailed it. He's a butcher. He's a guy that they like to have in the yep. bottom six. Maybe not pa- playing on the top pair with Morgan Riley is not the ideal scenario for him. No, no I kind of like. So you can't say too much. I kind of like. Okay, they've been doing the Morgan Riley with multiple different pairings this season. They know the Brody one is the best because guess what? This is the best pairing the Leafs have. Brody. Anyone with Brody. <laughs> like what? Pull up, crawl, put him with yeah. Brody. Best oh. pairing. <laughs> Honestly, crawl and Brody would be yeah, nice. Perfect. Yeah, that's really nice. Uh, what was the Lavian kid's name? Uh, I, I forget. A year ago, I know that that kid. He's doing good. How can you forget? 
No, that's your brother. I'm devastated. That's your son. This was my chance, and I blew it for him. <laughs> <laughs> you that chance to give your son a shout out on I was, YouTube. I was trying to that. figure it out to get him up on the squad, but it's Brody and whoever, mm-hmm. and it's just a matter of hey, who are you best going to pair with Brody? Then defensively, honestly, man, what would this team be if Mark Giordano said he wanted to get paid appropriately? Yeah, wouldn't be good to be honest. <laughs> it would be good. It wouldn't be. Thank good. God, Mark Giordano has the passion and decided <laughs> that. He wanted to be a Toronto Maple Leaf and that he really cared about finishing his career here because the blue line doesn't make sense without him there. And and you saw it again tonight. There's guys that you want to be good, right? Sandine. Mm. And, and he's the, just not been good. He just has not. Dude, you can't have a turnover once a week like that. It's one, it's one thing when you heal a puck because you're rushing a play and people make excuses and go, hey, that's a once in a while thing. Tonight, like, if we run that video, he had a year. And there. and to me, it's an easy play. Like, sure, you know, you flub the pass, but like you also have the opportunity to chip it off the glass. You can go up the boards. You don't have to go up the middle with Sidney Crosby bearing down on you. He rushed it, obviously. Why and did he, he just rush it? because listen, there's obviously a lot of pressure on him right now. Yeah. He knows with TJ Brody out, he knows with Muzzin out, he knows that right now is probably the Jordy Ben new right, star. But, of the yeah, city. But, no, but he, he knows that right now, this next stretch of two weeks with mm-hmm. no TJ Brody in the lineup is probably the most important stretch of hockey. He's ever played in his career. Mm-hmm. He needs to prove that he's going to be good enough to stay in the lineup. When TJ Brody comes back, they, they obviously love Jordy Ben and what he brings. And like, he's not yeah. like this every night. Don't get me wrong, but they obviously love what he brings. So he's probably feeling the pressure a little bit. He's probably gripping the stick a little bit tight, thinking about like, hey, man, I got to make an impact here or else I'm going to be in the press box after holding out to start the year. I think it's too late. I think he's already in the box. I think he's already the odd man out. Like I said, they like the complexion of having a guy who does something different, and that's what Jordy Ben does. He's coming here. He's been good. Like Jordy Ben walked off the IR and popped the goal in his first game, gets an assist tonight. (laughs) Both five on five. almost had a shorty on a – Unbelievable. Okay, he so tried Jordy, it. Jordy Ben, love you to death. Yeah. Maybe don't try to go backhand five hole. Maybe just chop that one towards the top. Of the net. <laughs> no. Anyways, I loved it. I loved it. Who is it that did that in the penalty shot? Was I want to say Merrick Svatos? That's not right. But it was the oh, big uh, Merrick Malik. Merrick Malik. That's yeah. it. Merrick Malik. That tr- that did it. And that's what I thought for Jordy Ben was he had that opportunity, bro. Go for it. How many times are you gonna get that? Chance? Never get it one on one with a goalie. You know what's so funny, man, is just this city still and maybe it isn't for the uh, fans who are younger than us because mm. i don't know i feel like all there's like always a, there's a divide. age no, but there's always an age war between the fans and that's just a social media thing is everybody loves to like calling each other boomers or millennials yeah, or yeah. gen z whatever yeah. but i do feel like the thing that the millennials and the boomers have in common for sure i don't know definitively about the younger crowd yeah is they love guys who hit they love the physical guys and it's just so funny watching Jordy Ben where he comes in here with a beard and he's just he's given them a little bit of physicality back there he's playing his heart out and you go man if if you just last you're like everyone's gonna love you for sure he He is on a rocket ship trajectory into what Lee fans love (laughs) like it's just he is on the first class ship straight towards the moon of Lee fans like he really is yeah we shouldn't spend the whole time. No, I was going to say, we got we to. Gotta, a couple other bigger stories, maybe. Yo, it's funny. You and I watch We're this. We're the guys. Yeah. We're doing it right now. I know. Tavares scores his 400th. Matt Murray starts, comes against his old team, gets a win. Bunting two goals. We're like, 
boy, that's pretty bad. Dude, <laughs> I actually was going to say that to me, the things that I most want to talk about from this game yes. were Jordy Ben. <laughs> How Malgan continues to just yes. do things that I like. Mm-hmm. I just like watching Malgan. Noticeable it, almost all the every time. shift. All the time, dude. It's all it's pretty remarkable how good he's turned out. Yeah. To and every, you know, he's the kind of player who I love. To, like, he's been really entertaining. He's bringing, I think that fourth line just has a complexion of guys. I said this to Bourne. They complement each other, right? Mm-hmm. They all do something different. But it is also kind of fun every once in a while seeing that little guy get pasted. For sure. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. It's also fun when he breaks in the offensive zone and so he squares him up with the yeah. body and yeah. it's like, boom, you get to go. But he hasn't been caught as many no. times as he was earlier in the year. Yeah. Like in the first couple of games before he got scratched for a little bit, he no. got nailed. Yeah, and I he think did. maybe he's finding his role a little bit more having to avoid that contact. But yeah, yeah like I don't want to spend all the time talking about Malgan. No, no, we got to talk about memory. He has been really good. No, we, and, uh, yeah. So you want to go Murray? Yeah. Listen, I think that you and I, <laughs> I wanted to call him the size King, but it's just like, he's a pretty, he looks like a very skinny dude. Yes. Somebody's got to break out the ruler. on his <laughs> <laughs> All I can was, think of. Was it Barry Melrose back in the nineties that brought out the thing? Measure the stick. Is that what it was back well, back in the day? I know Ron Wilson did it to Spezza. Yeah. yeah which and is, it worked. Yes. And it was right. Yeah. It he was always had right. a weird stick. And somebody tipped him off and it was great because they did the whole, this guy, somebody broke the code. Yeah. Somebody timed yeah, on yeah. Spezza. I can't remember who the Leaf player was at the time that came over from the Sens, but the theory was somebody dimed on him. Knew yeah, the curve was insider legal. trading, stock trip. You know, you know what's funny about that now in hindsight? Now knowing what we know about how much Spezza cares about his sticks, cheater. For sure. <laughs> <laughs> he, he, he knew. No, he knew. Down the letter oh, yeah. of the law. Yeah, he knew. With that he knew. That oh, guy. yeah, he knew. Dude, that's really like when Tom Brady's guys were calling him the deflator in those text messages, and then he said it was because he lost a bunch of weight. <laughs> I bet you the stick, like the uh, equipment manager had a nickname for yeah. Spets at that time. I'm thinking of a certain curve. Kevin Garnett quote yeah. as well. It's very yeah. similar in this video. No. <laughs> Listen, we, the, part of the cover up if you're watching yeah. Leafs talk right now subscribe review do all those nice things leave five stars but yeah we all take that to our graves that we know that was cheating for a while because that guy's going on legends row someday especially if uh he's part of a management team that brings some success here okay so murray is just he just he, the impression is the same thing that i had in preseason i don't really know what to say he's huge like he's a monster his equipment is massive it doesn't look like he wants to move a whole hell of a lot He's going to be a lot about the angles and making the size saves. He made a couple yeah. nice tonight. He deserved credit. What did the Penguins finish? Like 30 shots? Yeah, they're over 30. I think it was yeah. 31 or 32. So you only let in two goals on 30 shots. He's, I, you, you made the, a good point during the game where you're like, he looks better than Chalker. And I was oh, like, yeah, he looks like an NHL goalie. Exactly. And I, I keep thinking of uh, Happy Gilmore. Is that net regulation size or what? When yeah. they're like looking at him. Because yeah. it's like there's no net to shoot at. Yeah. He's huge I, I honestly can't believe how big his gear is and that's his number Dude, one asset you, you see him in life like he's skeletal yeah if you gave him casey dismiss gear yeah he probably he probably would be eric Schalker. So man let's not let's not talk too much about his gear in case they do measure it but yeah solid performance it's nice to see an NHL goalie like listen god loves Schalgren for what he's done and you know he's been He's been a stalwart. He started both halves. Way to go, Shalgren. Thanks, Shalgren, for your 823, for being a guy that can go in there that is available. But mm-hmm. to have a guy that is an NHL goaltender and maybe can play games in a row, 
Like, do we have a chance of maybe seeing him on Thursday night He's again? Playing levels. It would be really nice just to have a run of games with a with an NHL goalie here. Are we get yeah. a little save pack from Matt Murray. Yeah, a little Matt Murray save pack. Yes. He made the one with the the pad. Yeah, and he had a good blocker save too. But yeah. like, yeah. So here he's just like he's just huge in the net. There's just no net to shoot at. See, I like that because that's one thing that I McKenna always talks about the way he uses his head. And yeah. He gets his head too low and stuff beats him up high. I didn't see him doing that a lot tonight. So. Um, I, I am happy about this. I'm well, happy about this. And I hope to God that he can have a little stretch here where he plays some games in a row. So do you put any added stock into the fact that he did play his old team? By the way, that was kind of rude when they brought up how they have five dudes who were born in the 1980s. And it was like, can you believe <laughs> these, these old geriatrics bag- on the ice? Can you believe these old bag of bones are out <laughs> here, all five? <laughs> like, shut up. Shut up. But yeah, uh, do you put any extra stock in the fact that like, hey, Penguins know him. He's Everyone talks about how different he is stylistically or how much he's had to adapt over the last couple of years. But even still, like you got that guy in practice enough times. You mentioned it during the game when we were sitting here that they obviously know the book on him. On the power play, they were going like more than, I know they do that normally on power plays, but they were going side to side constantly. And they got him at one point where he was like over on the hash marks out of the net and they couldn't bang it home. The couple snuck through him. Jordy Ben had to dig one off the line, like I mentioned before. Yep. But yeah, um, I am just encouraged. It's just nice to see him in the net. I hope mm-hmm. he can get on like somewhat of a run here. Maybe they can get Samsonov back, get a little duo going. Then it doesn't seem as dire as it did before. I think if you're Dubas, you care so greatly because that that is just textbook what you need from Matt Murray. No bad goals. Competence. Right, competence. No bad goals. Nothing where you go. That's all your fault. Like, what's what's he going to do with Sid breaking away on him? Yeah, that's Backhand, just low blocker, perfect. Like basically off the post. And the Malkin goal. By the way, my brain Malkin and Malkin is just. I'm ready. They got they got one more game against them. Like next week, I need the break from that. They play like, them again next week. Not maybe. Like they play shortly here. Really? Again, I am really soon. the way. Yeah, they're it's penguins again because you know I always get Colby on my podcast yeah, when he's coming on. Yeah. We had him on today. I know. Poor uh, Colby. He's got to talk to us all the time. <laughs> got to talk about hockey. Sorry, buddy. <laughs> we got to talk about hockey tomorrow. He's not to talk about guys showering in the, no. in the shower. Sh- Last time we talked about shower beers for like twenty minutes <laughs> and about all the things he did as a dad that day. So it's gonna be a slightly different pod tomorrow. But yeah, Matt Murray just made a bunch. He was just he he was in the way, man. Like mm-hmm. I don't know how to. I don't want to make this sound like I'm not giving him credit or like his flowers because I mentioned he made a bunch of like pretty crucial, decent saves yes. in that game. But he's just sort of the answer for me anyways of what it would have been like if a sumo went in the <laughs> Like that's, that's Matt Murray. It, it's, it's Ben Bishop stuff, you know? Yeah. Like that's what he reminds me of is Ben Bishop. You're just huge in there. Like I want to see Darren Pang for your gear. And I don't, and, yeah, I don't think he's ever going to be like you get him cross crease, you're gonna beat him, right? Like he is not gonna yeah. be quick lateral. Nobody beat him glove. No, like, like that was the thing in the first start that we went. Oh boy, Cole Caulfield just went. This is the guy, right? That has no glove. And Matt Murray was like, correct. Like, you're right. You got it. It's in the net. No goals. That I thought were ugly tonight. Gave them what they need to be. Man, Leafs. I, I said this to you before. Like I said this during the game we were watching together, but. I think the reason that they're able to paper over what has been like what kind of looks like a bit of a thin blue line, especially defensively right now, right? Like Morgan Riley's had his struggles this season. Amy Ben, as much as we love him, it's not exactly like they brought in, uh, you know, a 
future Hall of Famer here. Like he's not going to have a ceremony on the Friday and Saturday nights, right? Um, Mark Giordano's damn near 40 years old. He's playing great, but they lose TJ Brody. They're on wrath with Sandine. The whole team is pretty committed defensively. Like the one thing they have through the roster that Sheldon Keith's really got to love, like who's the Leafs' worst defensive forward? It's a great question. Like who's their worst defensive forward? Alvin? I was going to say like, he's playing next to our King. I was going to say maybe, maybe Willie. No, but when Willie is engaged, he can do it. Like, I would ugh. hard question actually. I'm trying to think of it. That's what I'm saying. Like, no, but just he, throw him under the bus Willie. too. Yeah, like he does that long stick. It's like a good, it's a really well made point by you yeah. that they really are responsible defensively with their forwards. They don't get caught in transition coming back without at least an effort. Yeah, like even even Matthews is so like he's so committed to it. And after the game on Saturday night against uh, Vancouver. Keith went out of his way. Like they talked, they asked him about the goal, and he's like, "Yeah, it was a great goal, or whatever." He's like, "I thought the moment that changed the game entirely was his back check on the two-on-one. I forget yeah. who it was. He just comes storming back, and I honestly think that's a trickle-down effect for your other forwards when you see your best player being responsible defensively. I think it's something that you probably have to take more seriously, right? Like I think if you see him doing it, you all feel like you need to do it. Even what did we notice about Nick Robertson that was this year? He's back checking. He was really back checking. He's a limited guy. And boy, it's like if Pontus Holmberg is getting shots, you know, like it's. Didn't mind him tonight. Sure. I mean, he's directly responsible for a goal. So mm-hmm. you can't hate on the guy. He, he performed well. I actually liked him in the preseason too. But it's just feeling like it's so weird because they clearly need a left winger with skill. And I said this Friday night with Bourne that they need to keep running them out there because there's just not a lot of better options, but it's just feeling more and more and more like the timelines are not going to sync up for this player in this team. And that it's just going to be, yeah. Uh, like, I don't think he's going to the Marlies for too long, right? Like he's going to get thrown in. It, I, I don't know. I don't want to get too ahead of myself here, but it just, it does feel like he's eventually a guy that's going to go out the door in a trade. Like it just feels more and more like that. Like the coach doesn't love him. No. And to me, if they try to send him down to the Marlies, mm-hmm. we're getting the Elliot Freeman tweet. That's like, yeah, he's, he wants he's not trade. happy. He wants out he, of here. He wants yeah. to trade. Yeah. He he's wants a to guy that him. he has belief in himself. He yeah. thinks he's an NHL. Showed he up camp. Yeah. Ready. All accounts were 100%. that he did everything that they asked him to do. He's been more committed to some of the stuff and he's got to be feeling a little bit like, Hey, you're, you asked me to do all this stuff and then I'm only getting the lineup one game here, one game there. You take me out against the flyers where I could have gotten my cookies. And then you throw me back in on a back to back. Like, what do you, what do you want from me? Like, give me a shot. Mm-hmm. Why are you taking me out of the lineup so that Pontus Holmberg can mm-hmm. play? He's got to be a little pissed. No doubt. And so I, I get it from his side. Uh, like, listen, I'm not picking sides, but he hasn't looked great, but they also haven't given him a great opportunity. So it's a tough one. Um, I think that Tavares really cares about playing Sid. And, 100%. And that you saw him tonight just go into full Tavares workhorse mode. This is not a – actually, I don't even really want to say it because people will be able to kind of – Here we go. I love these goals. Perfect. What are you going to say? No, just you know how it is with some of those guys and the way they see Tavares. You know, like well, from the Islanders' days. Yeah, explain it. Well, just like some of the Penguins guys don't really love him. Like, there's not exactly a huge admiration for Tavares, and especially when he was a younger player, some of those guys definitely had a little bit of, "Hey, you're 
a phony. Like you put it on a little bit when it comes to the gym and you mm-hmm. put it on a little bit with the demeanor and it just, yeah, I don't think that he gets the respect of a lot of guys that are equally his caliber of player, let's just say. Come okay. Up. Like, would you agree with that? Yeah, I think that's fair. Like from his peers, from guys around the league, there wasn't like a reverence for John Tavares. <laughs> Robbie Shrimp. Yeah, that's when he signed and drawn. They're like, ah, he put out like a tweet, like burying him. Burying him. Yeah, but this is what I'm saying. Tavares is one of the better players in the league. That's just kind of a stoic guy who goes about his own business, which is mostly what a lot of good hockey players are—kind of mm-hmm. quiet guys. And yet, every once in a while, you would get a guy who'd come out of the woodworks and talk a little trash. You'd get guys in quiet moments be like, ah, he's phony or whatever. I think that when he, he laces up, that he sees Sid and he goes, I, I wanted to kind of be you. I wanted to be in the same mold as you. And I don't really understand why I couldn't get any respect from your group. And I, I, and I just thought tonight, he kicked his ass. And I also think that he brought it up in the intermission twice that Sid was on the ice for his goal. I know. He said, oh, yeah, I love playing, I love playing the Penguins. That's the most interesting thing. John oh, no, he's like, he, didn't he say he like playing the Penguins or something? It's like it always yeah. feels good to get something against the Penguins. He mentioned he got his and first like, goal. Sid was coming down the ice yeah. there. I saw him coming. Sid, yeah. that's scumbag. <laughs> yes, that's basically what he's oh, thinking to dude. himself. No, I think he loves him. I think that Tavares, deep down, just wants Sid to one day text him, boy." I love you. You're good. Yeah. He wants them. You know how there's, there's always those people in your business that you want the respect from, right? Like Brunt. I wanted Stephen Brunt to one day just go, you're good at your job. Did he? Never. (laughs) (laughs) No. What are you talking about? Yeah. If he did it, it would be out of pure pity. And he'd be like, this guy needs it. (laughs) This guy needs it. Uh... But, we all have that person that you really look up to and you just go, man, I want your approval because I respect sure. what you do. I bet you so much of Tavares' game, like, I don't want to say molded around Sid, but I think that he probably picked up a bunch of stuff from him. For sure. And, I don't think there's any debate there. Yeah. He probably picked up a bunch of stuff. He'd love to have the peer acknowledgement. Maybe he doesn't feel like he got it. Maybe he does. I don't know. Like, it's been a while since the, like, the stuff that I had ever heard about him. Yeah. Uh, he's obviously a different guy now. Like it was now. a hot button thing when he came to Toronto, though. 100%. I remember it was like a conversation like that summer. Yeah, you're searching for content during the summer, but I remember it being like a big conversation of him coming here and like that sort of like underlying thing. But I think that's kind of gone now a bit. No, yep. no, I, that's what I'm saying yeah. I think it has. And yeah. to be honest, I really thought that there was a chance. There was a chance that people were really going to start to turn on Tavares. You felt it a little bit last year, right? When you'd have quiet weeks. And when he wouldn't produce, people started bringing up the 11 million. You'd see the odd tweet or take or person go with the whole, what if the Leafs didn't sign Tavares' take? A lot of retroactive, had the Leafs just kept Kadri and Matthews and we used the money on a bunch of other things, they would be better off, blah, blah, blah. Um, there was a re- He had to come out of the gate strong this season. And like there is no debate, okay? Like I don't care what anybody says. The most, the best Toronto Maple Leaf this season has unequivocally now with Samsonov's injury in Tavares. Of course. He is the man. He's number two, Willie? No, number two is still Samsonov to me. Samsonov carried them through a bunch of games. Yeah. I guess it's him and Willie the best. Okay, so forwards, that's how you're going? I wouldn't say that. I would still (laughs) say Mitch. I thought he was like, I really do love Malgin. No. (laughs) Buddy. 
<laughs> he's not out of the top five. <laughs> Malgan's in the mix. Like Malgan's in the mix. It's it's really hard to give Matthews too much credit when he's not scoring five on five. Like sure. I'm just so used to it. And he's not he's not at his best. No, maybe I'm just being sour and I you hold him to a different like he's clearly one of the best five guys. There's no doubt about it. Maybe I'm holding him to a different standard, but yeah, it's been, a, I would say, a disappointing start to the season for him. But no, I was going to say, if I was ranking the three most important yeah. guys to start the season, it would be Tavares, Samsonov, Brody. Yeah, I think that's probably perfect. Yeah. Probably perfect. I don't really have any quibbles with that. I, I couldn't really, I, I could make, an argument. <laughs> make an argument really too. No. It's been yeah. more, the most consistent he's been ever in his career for the yeah. first uh, bit of the season. Yeah. So we're talking about the forwards and they switched up lines and it really worked tonight. You're sticking with it, obviously. You're sticking with this for a while. Yeah. To me. Like, I, you know, Tavares and Marner now. I've two straight games now where I've, I've liked them. Tonight, they were excellent. You, t- you mentioned that stuff about him being inspired. Yeah. And then, I, it's so good to see Bunting score a couple goals. You had a good point about Bunting that you said, but that, well, you mentioned, like, because you listen to the pregame with Kipper and Bourne, like, you do all the stuff. Like, what did he say? He said that, like, I need to reset, basically. He was really candid. He was like, I need to get back to doing what I need to do. I need to go to the front of the net. I need to get into the dirty areas. He said all these mechanisms, those are what make Michael Bunting what Michael Bunting is. And guess what happened? The goals. guy goes to the front of the net. Well, I mean, the first one was like, like on a pillow from Matthews. I was, was going to say. I, in there, I'm shooting that one in the I was going to say, that wasn't exactly like a, I got in the front of the net. Yeah. <laughs> like, Got a two-on-one dime. Yeah. And then, but the second one is him battling Latang for position, yep. getting his butt in there, turning around, Pontus Holmberg shooting towards the net, and he puts a stick on it, and it goes in. And he meant like he needed to find his level because I think he's been searching. You know, you see him taking bad penalties. He's trying to get engaged. He's trying to find his game. And he was getting over the line, which we didn't see a ton of last year. Drew way more penalties than he took, but I don't know if that's the case this year. I think he has a lot of minors already this year. Roughings, yeah. trippings, just trying to be engaged. That's his own fault, though. For sure. But no, listen, when, when the, the puck's pop- not going in, when you're in the bottom six of the lineup after playing on the top line with two of the best yeah. guys in the league, you try, try to find fun. different ways to do it. So, so it's huge for him to get a couple of I think so, too. Like Man. Needs, and they need his production. He had 60-something points last year, man. They need that production from him. Man, this has been the whole thing of if you look at where the Leafs are at versus where they were last season in terms of goals for and like goals for whatever, however you essentially want to break it down. They just have not been the same team five on five. And yeah, does Matthews bear some of that? Of course, he absolutely does. But yeah, Bunting hasn't been the same guy. They haven't been getting even the same stuff from like Kerfoot, right? It's just been, it's been a bit of a slog for them to find the back of the net this year. So yeah, you're right. The guy who... That's his skill set, man. His skill set needs to be, hey, you're the guy who's going to get the lumber in the back if you're going to score. Yep. You're not going to create for yourself. You might have a nice little highlight reel where you kick it over to a skill guy yeah. in Matthews and then tucks it and makes the highlight look 100 times better. But ultimately, you have to be fearless in front of the net. So him having a little bit of that self-awareness, I think is good. Yeah. Um, I just, I think that these lines, these top groups complement each other better. And it is a real reminder of it's hard to knock Matthews and Marner because they've been so successful together up until this season. Right. But there's something Marner Tavares when they're on, that just makes me, I don't know if it's nostalgia. I don't know what the hell it is, but it just tonight. It felt that tic-tac-toe, the second goal, mm-hmm. the Tavares to Riley back over to Marner. And then he's a little patient from the night. He talks. And I went something about this just felt right in the universe. You know, I know what I think it is. Honestly, I think that, 
Willie and Matthews is so nostalgic for Leaf fans because that was the rookie year line. And yeah. that's when you think of all those incredible rookie year highlights. Fun. fun. Right? Back when it was, when it was so fun. fun. When it was it so was fun. fun. The most fun. And everyone and was then, on the same page. So then, you know, the opposite side of that yeah. is having Marner and Matthews together. I'm sorry, Marner and Tavares together when they had the most magical season when Tavares scored his most goals ever yeah. in the NHL. And it's like those two seasons we feel nostalgia for as Leaf fans. That's mm-hmm. what it is. I honestly feel like those two things are what we harken back to. Mm-hmm. And to your point, you feel good when you see them do well together. Nice. It it felt good. That time. Okay. That goal that Matthews gave to Bunting tonight reminded me of when Willie cast it to Matthews for his fourth goal in his first game. Mm-hmm. He was at like pillowy sauce and he just shot into the net. Like it's a big time nostalgia thing. So for our sake, for back when it was fun, back when we had no scars with this group. When it was all the Leaf fans against the the world it's, it's like we are common now it's, it's all leaf fan civil war it's all civil war <laughs> civil war yeah. we got you got a real problem yeah. it's 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 bad we got to focus on everybody else that's the thing too you know how bad it is with civil war is that you got other fan bases going <laughs> like they're they don't even bring it in there's no chirps there's no yeah. nothing they're yeah. just kind of letting leaf fans tear each other's throats out uh i don't know what else i want to say about this game i'll go through my list of notes i think we covered most everything did we miss something uh pretty good honestly yeah they went like oh you know what i do have how many big calls did the refs miss for the penguins tonight both ways they're awful both ways okay i thought i counted three that i had for the penguins that were like i don't understand how that happened that way i saw in the for the first time ever mm. what happened in a game tonight was a puck oh, I got one thing got High sticked into a guy's face. Yeah, I've never seen I've that. I've never seen that. I've never he seen that. Before. It into his mouth with a with his stick, like it was like bang bang. So yeah. I don't know. I uh, I'm happy they won this game tonight. Yeah. I really. This is a place that they never have success, ever. Yeah, I know. You can see the record there. Like at this rink, that I think they're five nine and three. Yeah. So now they're six nine and three, which is nice. But man, they never have success in Pittsburgh. What did they say? Nine of the last twelve they lost to Pittsburgh. Yeah, something like they, that. They, they kind of own the lease, so it's nice to see them get a win. And it's huge for Murray. It's got to be his first win against it is. the team. He goes in there, get him feeling good, get him rolling into a big game against the one of the best teams in the league, the Devils, on Thursday night. So, big game. Yeah, I think the Devils thing is nice, but I also think it's going to fall apart. And I bet really? you, yeah. And I think that the Leafs will be, this is bold predictions. I think that the Leafs should still outclass those guys. And that that should kind of serve as a reminder of, hey, you know what? You've actually been a good team for a while and you're sort of entering your Mm -hmm. prime. And like they might give them a push. They could beat them. Hell, the Leafs are so up and down. How do you predict it? But I think if the Leafs are on that, they'll look much better. And it will be a bit of a reminder for everybody of, oh, right. These guys are actually contenders and these guys are probably a couple years away. Devils are analytically. I know you like analytics. But Borny's always showing me like the thing. He's like, they are kicking the crap out of everybody every game. Yeah. Like they are at the the highest team. They're the best offensive team. Like they are really, really good. You see Jack Hughes today? Yeah. Guess what? Guess what? That's why I think that it's coming down to earth. Is I think he got a little too hot. (laughs) I did. I thought where he was like, "Well, nagging here." I was like, "I was like, everyone was like, "This is so cool." I was like, "Is it?" I didn't think it was cool at all. No, I didn't think it was cool either. Yeah, you're punk. Punk move. Yeah, you're punk. You're gonna get punked this week. Um, My other thing was just simply, I thought Pittsburgh had fans. 
Like, yeah, and what happened to that? They wore the gorgeous sweaters. The least beat the Bruins tonight, by the way. Yeah. Like that counts as a half point off the Chalk Bruins. Yeah, Bruins ownership still there. Yeah. Chalk it up, Bruins. You lose because on the TV, like the big shot, it looked like they were playing the Bruins all night. Mm-hmm. And then when they get up close, those sweaters are just oh, they're immaculate. Those penguins, those and like. Casey DeSmith, shout out our disc golf boy. Oh yeah, yeah, banging chains. Love Casey it. DeSmith, yeah, he can play. Um, his setup, gorgeous, like gorgeous in those Penguins colors and those sweater. There's just no fans. Like, yeah, where sad. are the fans? And then where are the Leafs going to wear their yeah. retro jerseys? And here's the most important question: Will anyone even notice that they're wearing different? Come on, because all Leafs jerseys are the same. Every team is wearing their jerseys now. Like the Sabres have worn theirs twice. Penguins have worn theirs a bunch of times. Leafs, I mean, the Habs wore an atrocity tonight. Yeah, they were the ugly candy cane. Oh, my good Lord. They were awful. So I need to see the Leafs. It's got to be Thursday night, right? Home game. It's got to be then. The Red Hot Devils. Please. Please give me the reverse retros for my jersey-loving stuff. I know you care so much. I can't wait to talk about it with Kippy. He loves jersey talk. I did. We used used to do a thing on Good Show called Sports Fashion. And it was just pick takes on the sports match. Love it. And uh, the worst radio topic. It's a bad one. That's why. Oh yeah, so good on this audio. (laughs) Well, it's funny because we just sewered our boy sis because he's going, guys. I could have grabbed the pictures, (laughs) (laughs) and instead it's nothing. He's just he's he's joked because he's 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 like it could have been there. That would have been amazing. And it's just like, we didn't give you no heads up as usual. We're always just like, yeah, it's good, sis. Like, you're doing good. Everything's fine. Uh, all right. Well, yeah, that's, that's everything for me tonight. I love doing it in person. Yeah, it's fun. Yeah, it's fun. Way more fun in yeah, person. Yeah, more fun. Yeah. I, I wonder, send us a comment or tell us if it's a, go into the, into the five stars and make a five star review. Thumbs up on the YouTube. On the YouTube. Share it. And tell us if you like it in person better. Um, I feel more comfortable wearing a hat in person. Hmm. So I will be able to show off my hat collection. I think it's nice. weird if I'm at my place and I'm wearing a hat inside. I think so too. At the house, wearing a hat inside is much less weird. Fire hat too, that yeah, can of soccer. Yeah, getting fired up November next, 23rd. Next week, man. Yeah, November 23rd against Belgium, Wednesday. Yo, I'm, I, this is random, but I'm down at Cafe Dip before the game doing a show. Are you serious? Yeah, I love that. Oh, I did I'm that. Yeah, I'm coming down. You gotta yeah. get me in stew that day, buddy. Come on, yeah. get me on. I don't care. Charmin, take hey, a hike. Can I ask a question? Little, I introduced you to Canada soccer. It was me. Yeah, you said you didn't want to go, and we went down to see them beat the. I was joking about how I didn't want to go. I was joking. That's what I said. I said if they go down to El Salvador, <laughs> I'm leaving. So, as a credit to me for introducing you to soccer, yeah. you should be. I should be your number one guest. Okay, let me ask you this because I'm trying to get him for my. Yeah. No, I'm trying to get him for my show down at Cafe Dip, but I, I was wondering about how Canadian soccer fans would actually feel about it. About what? I'm trying to get Owen Hargraves. Oh, that's an interesting one. I know. I'm like, that's what I'm saying. Is it, is it good to have him on? No, other, every show's going to do D-Roll. And that's fine. I'll get D-Roll eventually. He is the man. Yeah, he is the man. He's yeah. awesome. Yeah. He's such a fun guest. And he's yeah. plugged in. He cares. Yeah. Like, there's a couple guys. Like, Hume is awesome to have. Forrest yeah. is awesome yeah. to have. Like, I'm not, like, the, the clear guys that are Guzman, the real Canada soccer, like bros. Yeah. They're fine. I like the Hargraves angle. That's what I I'm do. saying. I do. Do I, I produce the angle? I do like that. But what's yeah. the line of questioning? This is too deep. People don't care. Do people care about this? Yeah. yeah, let's keep it's real, yeah it's real yeah, tough. Care. You don't care. You're a dork. Yeah. You should watch it. Like, yeah. it's going to be cool. Uh, I don't know, man. I just, 
like Owen Hargraves is the original for me anyways. I can't believe this guy was the traitor to the country. For Enough sure. time has passed though that I feel like <laughs> he said this on a live stream. I'm sure he's gonna be thrilled to join you. Owen Hargraves and Brett Hall. They're the uh, traitors. Yeah, number one and two. Yeah. They're like the if they showed up, they did like a wrestling tag team show <laughs> in Canada. It would be the <laughs> for guys our age. The, yeah. the cabbages would be yeah. thrown. So I'm coming down there. I'm gonna go on the sidelines with cafe dip. Yeah, cafe I'm get a dip. Little gnocchi, little mm, fettuccine. The food is so good. It's so good. Anyway. It's a great patio in the summer. Too bad it's World Cups on the summer. But uh, I don't, don't know. Well. At least at least we're automatically in to yep. the next one in the summer. For so sure. we're good on that. Anyways, this was Leaf Talk. Subscribe to the podcast because again. Uh, if you're new to this, the show is only podcast, and I guess it goes up on YouTube. It's just not live streamed on Saturday nights. Uh, other than that, uh, it's going to be you and Born on Thursday, correct? And then you and I on Saturday, and, and then Born me and Born on Monday. Yeah. So Saturday night, we'll be back in here. We'll be we'll fired up. Anyways, thanks to everybody who's watching. Uh, sis, kill the feed. <laughs> <laughs> I'll see you guys then. <laughs>